is up, y'all. Happy weekend. Hopefully you guys are having a good time out there. This episode, it's not even going to be spicy. You guys know I always say spicy whenever I'm like, haha, this is kind of an uncomfortable situation, but let's just figure it out together. We'll call it spicy and then it eases the tension a little bit, right? <sighs> Let me just warn you now. It just buckle up. This episode, well, maybe y'all don't have to buckle up. I need to buckle up for this episode, personally. This isn't even a spicy episode. This is just a difficult episode. Point blank. This one, this one's tough. I'm not gonna lie. This one was a pretty difficult decision. Um, it's me going against family belief systems, which I think we can all agree is never easy. But I feel like for Daniel and myself, I think that it's the right decision. And so I think we're going to go with it. And I want to start off with a quote. This is really more for me than for you guys listening. So bear in mind. But I found this quote in my calendar of all places. I'm like, I don't know why this has any business being on a Tuesday. But it applied to me. So I kept it and it stuck with me. It's by Brene Brown. If you guys kind of recognize her name, she's a podcaster, author, TED Talk host. If you Google her, you'll probably recognize her face. But she said, we can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we can't have both, not at the same time. So using that as my source of motivation, let's just, let's just get into it. Uh, let's just rip the bandaid off. As of this moment right now, Daniel and I are not going to baptize our kid. And I know for some of y'all, if you weren't raised in a religious background, you're probably like, cool, okay, big whoop. But for everyone that has been raised in a religious household, at any level, in any religion, I'm sure you guys can commiserate with us and understand why this is a pretty big deal. It's it's a pretty aggressive move, I'm not going to lie. It's I would honestly say and I hope I'm not overstepping, but I feel like it's similar especially in my upbringing because I was raised so traditionally Catholic. I would say that this decision is kind of equivalent to a kid coming out to their conservative parents that don't support the gay community. And like I said, hopefully I'm not overstepping there, but I truly feel, especially in our circumstance, I I feel like it's it's kind of up there. It's kind of a big deal. And Daniel and I, we we did spend a lot of time discussing this decision. We spent months, honestly, um, debating it. Well, I think I spent a little bit more time debating than he did. And we were really, we were pretty ambivalent. I was indecisive. Because I was like, I just, I don't, like, what's the right decision? Is it worth it? Am I being overly aggressive? Am I just feisty? Like, am I just looking for a fight here where there is no fight? Or am I just sticking up for what I believe? And ultimately, we... We went with this decision to not baptize our baby when she's born. But 
I think it was just really important for me to bring this up on this platform and kind of talk through it on this platform because, I mean, this whole podcast is about having those difficult decisions. This whole podcast is about having uncomfortable conversations and saying things that we know maybe won't always be received the best way, but if you truly believe it's the right thing to say, if you truly believe that this is important information to share with others, it has to be said. No matter the family dynamic, no matter the outbursts, no matter none of that, right? And I think the other reason why I think it's important to bring it up on this platform is because I want you guys to know that if you're going through something, I mean, similar, who knows, that the chances of that are probably not super likely, but anything similar of like a, hey, this is our big life decision and it is not supported by family, just straight up, it's just not supported, do you still go with that decision? Do you stick true to yourself or do you not? And I don't want you guys to feel like I talk all this talk and I say, oh yeah, call out systemic racism, do this, do that, stand up for that. And then I never truly do it myself and I don't live those same belief systems myself. And so I want you guys to know that I am truly like, yes, it is easier said than done, of course. However, I think this is one of those things that we should be doing I think this, I mean, that's what Daniel and I decided is, yes, this is a battle we want to die on. But it's difficult, right? It's very difficult. And honestly, that's why I've been sitting on this episode draft for a while because I was, I was just, I'm like, this is a tough one. This is gonna, this spicy does not cover it, right? This is just a tough topic. This is a tough decision. It's going to be a tough episode, but What better reason to do it, right? So, yes, we are not going to baptize our kiddo. And of course, as, like I said, as I'm sure you can imagine, not necessarily received the best. And honestly, because like I said, we spent a long time. We had hours and hours of discussion of back and forth across multiple conversations. And I did reach out to a lot of people too. And I'm like, hey... Can I get your feedback? Can I get your advice? What's your perspective? You know, is it pregnancy hormones? Am I being dramatic right now? Is this the right decision? Am I going to regret this? You know, just trying to weigh all the pros and cons. And it was insane because I was going back and forth. Well, I wasn't going back and forth, but I wasn't feeling awesome about my decision. And I wasn't feeling completely confident in my decision. And, and Daniel, bless his heart, you know, he's he's doing his usual Daniel. He's like, I'm going to support you whatever you want. Like, what do you truly want? And I'm like, I don't know what I want. That's the problem. I don't know what's best. I don't trust my decision-making skills right now. I don't know that I'm making the right choice. Yada, yada. And because he was like, you know, like, whatever you want to do, I will support you. Either side you go to, I will be there. And I was like, that's kind of not helpful right now. Like, I kind of, I think I want you to make the decision for me. And he's like, I cannot make that decision for you. This is something you have to decide on your own. But then, I swear, sometimes he's so philosophical. (laughs) And I'm like, where where does this come from? Like, how do you know this stuff? But then one day, 
we were talking and the same thing, like we were kind of just going in circles, not making any progress at all. And he kind of very nicely forced me to really target where the issue in my ambivalence was. And he was like, okay, who, like, who are you most concerned about? Like, where is the biggest roadblock in terms of people specifically? And I told him, and it did kind of narrow down to one person in our family. And, and then he just said, okay, Maggie, if this one person wasn't involved, if they didn't exist, what would your decision be? And then in that perspective, it just clicked. I don't know why it didn't really click for me before, but I was like, oh my God, yeah. Like if this one, this one family figure person was not in the picture, no doubt in my mind, I'd be like, yep, this is my decision. I'm not baptizing this kid out of principle. Too easy. Like would other people have been upset? Yeah. Did I really truly care? Not really. It was more of like an annoyance thing. But you remove that one, that one family figure and it was insane the difference it made in my perspective. So for all of you out there, if you're really struggling with a huge life decision and you just don't know, maybe try this trick out that Daniel had up his sleeve. Like really try and narrow it down to if there is a singular person or entity that's seeming like the biggest roadblock. Remove them and then see what your decision would be. I don't know. Maybe it'll help you. It definitely helped me with my perspective. And that's what kind of helped us realize like, okay, yes, this this is the right decision for us. There will be no regrets. This is the right decision. And we're going to stand by it. And so now I feel much, much more at ease with my decision. And I feel a whole lot better about it. So, and let's let's just talk about this because... Like I said, there was some back and forth. And so just kind of weighing the pros and cons, talking about perspective, I did ask, like I said, I asked a good amount of people from both sides, like, hey, what would you do? Like specifically, are you going to baptize your kids? I know your belief systems. What are you going to choose? And that helped to hear the other perspectives a lot as well. But some of the feedback I got from my family was that... Some of them were like, hey, so what that you're not religious? So what that you don't believe in it? Don't think of it that way. Just, you know, why don't you just baptize them just to have the, you know, the cute little ceremony. Get her the little dress. Have everyone gather. Use it as an excuse to have a little party, you know. Have the little godparents and they can feel involved. They can get do the pictures, yada, yada. Like, that aspect of it, like the secular aspect of the ceremony itself, you know, like it's, it is a communal thing. It's like a, it's another reason to gather around this little tiny baby and just kind of, you know, celebrate the little baby. And some of the feedback also that I got, like some advice, they were like, yeah, just do the baptism and then just raise them however you want. Like you don't have to indoctrinate them into the Roman Catholic religion. You don't have to send them to uh, church school, like Bible school. And you don't have to, you know, send them to a Catholic school. They don't have to get their first communion confirmation. They don't have to be married in the church, blah, blah, blah. Because that was one of my things. I was like, when does it end? Like if I, 
If I go against my morals now and I baptize them, then the expectation will be that they continue on that path, right? Okay, and then baptism, like every other step after that. And then eventually, now, you know, she's grown up, she's looking at getting married maybe, and then was the expectation going to be, oh, get married in the church. And you see how it's just like, it all just trickles down. And so they're like, yeah, no, so what? Like raise them however you want to raise them. And, you know, just have the fun of the baptism without the religious piece and just call it a day. Best of both. But then I was kind of thinking about it and I'm like, I don't know that I fully believe. I don't know that that's the correct answer for us because I don't believe in it. And I did, I did a little bit of more research because I was like, maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I was looking at the requirements to get baptized Catholic and it's a lot, right? It's, it's pretty specific. It's pretty in depth. And the people that we would want as like godparent figures, just to have that, you know, like a cute little relation to this child to have that attachment, that connection to the child. The people we would want to choose and the people that would not expect to be chosen, but the people that would absolutely like, yes, I would want you to be the godmother. And that person would be like, I would hope I would be in the selection as a godmother. They don't even qualify. Because to be a godparent, you have to, one, you have to be Catholic. And so that includes baptism, confirmation, first communion, all the steps, right? And if you're married, you have to be married in the Catholic church and or have your outside marriage already blessed and, you know, whatever in the eyes of the Catholic church. So the people that we would truly want to have that connection and that relationship with the kid, we can't even do that. If we wanted to just do do the baptism for the secular benefits, we can't even do that. So that pro, quote unquote pro, is already out the window. But then the looking at the bigger picture, when we're looking at the Catholic requirements to baptize a kid, and then you look away from the godparents and at the parents, it's that's really where my biggest hang-up was. Because, yeah, you have to do all these things. You have to go through the classes, which is basically like counseling again. Um, you have to do all these things. At least one parent has to be baptized, confirmed, yada, yada, yada. But the biggest kicker that I kept getting caught up on was during the ceremony, it's kind of like you're on trial in court. Like you have to, you have to swear in essentially. It's the same thing. Instead of saying like, do you swear to tell the truth, whole truth and nothing but the truth, blah, blah, blah. You're basically saying, do you swear to ward off Satan and abide by the rules and yada, yada, yada. And one of the things, obviously I don't know the exact verbiage, but one of the biggest requirements and stipulations of a Catholic baptism is that the parents will do everything they can and they will have the full expectation of raising that child in the Catholic church. And there's a lot of I do, I don't statements as well. Like, do literally, do you believe in God? Do you believe in all of these things? Yes or no? And... That's kind of where I got into my moral kicker because Daniel and I don't intend to raise our daughter in the Catholic Church. 
I like I have no intention of taking this girl to mass every single week. I have no intention of getting her first communion or confirmed or any of those other steps. I have no intention of telling her, hey, if you use contraception, you're going against God's will. Or, hey, if you want to date a girl, that's going against God's will. I'm never, I have zero intention of ever saying or doing these things to her. And so that kind of, I mean, right there, that disqualifies Daniel and I from being able to even baptize her, does it not? But bigger picture, for all of the family members that are, you know, really pushing for us to get her baptized, what do you truly value in a person? Like, would you truly, can you honestly look me in my eye and tell me, I would rather that you stand before the face of God and blatantly lie or don't lie? I mean, that's kind of what it comes down to, does it not? Are you telling me that you truly value baptizing an eight-day-old baby with the parents standing right there lying? And not bringing up the the kid in the religion anyway? Would you, can you honestly truly say that you would prefer that to us saying, no, we're going to raise her to be honest. We're going to raise her not to lie. We're going to raise her to have morals and values that she stands with. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not religious, so maybe I can't speak to this. But I feel like there's a clear winner in those two. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. But that was, yeah, that was our biggest kicker because not to make it about me, but I do think a lot of it was kind of an internal battle for me with this decision because, yeah, I don't want to, you guys kind of know how I feel about things like this. I mean, if, if you're on this episode of the podcast, you've come along with me a pretty far way on my journey already, but I just, I don't want to raise my kid and start her life off with a lie just to save face. Because that's the biggest thing. If I would have said like, okay, yes, we'll do it just because. And that the only purpose of that is just to make our lives a little bit easier. Make the extended family dynamic just a little bit smoother. But I'm going against something that I deeply believe in. I don't think that's the right decision for us. You know, I want to raise this kid to challenge the status quo and to go against the grain. If it's truly in support of something she values and something that she believes deep down is right. So how could I sit here and do something in complete contradiction of that? Just because it's the easier decision. You know, and I saw on Instagram the other day, I don't remember who it was or honestly even really the context, but it was the same kind of like, hey... Unfortunately, family isn't always on your side. Unfortunately, family isn't always supportive. You know, kind of dipping into the, the, as much as you can dip into intergenerational trauma on Instagram and, you know, 28 second reels. But she said a a line and I, I just really liked it. But she was like, don't let the family you came from cause damage to the family coming from you. And I really like that. And like I said, this is a difficult decision. I can't say it enough, but like we've had family members that have offered 
to come stay with us for a bit after the baby's born to help with chores and cleaning and cooking, whatever else, you know. Will that offer be rescinded after this decision? I don't know, maybe. Will we still see them at Christmas and birthdays and holidays? I don't know. Time will tell, I guess. But at a certain point, my position as a wife and as a mother will always trump my position as a daughter or a niece. I can't let the family I came from or the family that Daniel came from bring hurt to the family that comes from us. And I think we just need to keep that into perspective. And I think that will kind of help us move forward a little bit. And now... Before you guys all chastise me as well for raising my kid to be a Satan worshiper because I know that's how it's perceived because everyone's like, what do you mean you're not going to baptize your kid? She's going straight to hell, yada, yada, yada. If my kid gets curious about religion in the future, I'm not going to tell her no. It's a trap. Don't believe it. I'm open to my kid being religious if they seek it out and if they want to explore more about it. I'm not going to go against that. If they decide, you know, as a teenager, as a young adult, like, hey, I'm religious now. I want to get baptized. Okay, I guess we're doing a baptism. I will be there. But I just don't think that it's the right move for us to baptize her into a religion. Like I said, at eight days old, like the tradition is, especially not into a religion that Daniel and I don't believe in. And we have no intentions of raising her in. Simply because that's the common decision to make. That's the expected decision to make. And because it's the easy decision to make. And let me... hmm, Let me phrase my words carefully here. But we aren't against religious people talking about religion to her. Or like if they gift her something that has religious quotes on it. There's a fine line, sure. But like, for example, if religious people say, oh, happy birthday. God bless you. I pray you have a happy, healthy year. Okay, that's sweet. That's innocent. And personally, even though I don't believe in it, I think that praying for somebody is probably one of the more genuine human actions somebody can do for you. Because to them, praying is all powerful and whatever. So it's if somebody's wishing well on you, I would never turn that down. I would never say, oh, you're not allowed to do that. Don't do that. Because that's their deepest, purest form of caring about somebody. And so I think there is some good in that for them. Like, I'm glad that that brings them peace. I'm glad that they have something. I'm not going to deny them that. In moderation, right? So, like, that's fine in that example. If they're like, you're going to hell, so I'm praying for your redemption, maybe keep that off the birthday card. Just keep it to yourself. But I think you guys get the point here. Ultimately... Thank you for coming along with my journey (laughs) on self-discovery and making what I truly feel is the best choice and decision for me and my family. I hope that if y'all are struggling with something similar, 
like I said, like making that difficult life choice that you know your immediate family and your support system isn't going to accept right away. I hope you guys can come to terms with it and I hope you guys can make the right decision for you and just know that it's not the end of the world. The people that truly care about you will still care about you after you make your difficult decision as long as it's the right decision for you and obviously, you know, with all the normal stipulations. If you're not hurting anybody else, if you're doing your best to be a decent human being, And if this difficult decision is what helps you be a decent human being or is what's best for people around you, don't let others make you feel bad about it. And if you ever need a little pick-me-up, a little extra support, you guys can always reach out to me. I'll always support y'all. Like I said, just make good choices as best as you can. And the best thing is, Really and truly, nothing is super, super, super permanent. So I think that's a little bit encouraging too. But decisions do matter. Choices do matter. So go with what your heart is telling you. Go with what you feel is right. Just make those good choices. Be a decent human being. And I have faith that if you do those things... Things will right themselves in the end. The right people will be around you when you need them the most. The people that matter will support you and be around you when you need them. And that's what truly counts. The people that aren't there when you need them are not your true support system. They're not the ones who matter the most. And it's tough because maybe sometimes you want them to matter the most. You want them to care about you, but... At the end of the day, not everyone is a decent human being. Not everyone makes good choices. So with that being said, thank you again. And I wish you luck in your decision making. (laughs) If it's any consolation, especially for those struggling with going against your family's expectations and beliefs, do a quick little Google search on the actual full quote and meaning behind the whole blood is thicker than water because we actually get it completely wrong every single time. I'm not going to go into it, but it does not mean what we always say it means where family is stronger than all other ties. Blood is thicker than water. No, no. We actually take it wildly out of context and we revert the meaning to to be the opposite. So just keep that in mind. With that being said, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for your support, as always. I truly appreciate it. And just don't forget, make good choices. Be a decent human being. Drink some water. See some sunshine today, maybe. Don't forget to go outside at some point. And yeah, I'll catch y'all next week. Okay, bye! Bye!